God is the embodiment of knowledge, who sees without eyes, hears without ears, feels without touching, smells without nose, and tastes without tongue. Hello everyone, welcome to the Exploring Dimensions for another episode on Mystics of India. Narayana Guru was born on 28th August 1845 in Champaranthi, a village in Thiruvananthapuram, Kerala. His mother's name was Kutiyamma and father Madanasha. During those period, they were considered as lower caste and their community of Iravas suffered a lot. Later years, it was Narayana Guru who started the reform movements against the injustice in the caste-ridden society of Kerala. At the age of 15, his mother died and this made the young Narayanan a little bit worried. Narayanan had a Gurukula way of learning in his earlier days of boyhood at Champarindi, his birthplace, and he moved to central Travancore at the age of 21 to study under a Sanskrit scholar named Raman Pillayashan. It was from Raman Pillayashan that Narayanan learned Vedas and Upanishads, as well as literature and Sanskrit. In the year 1881, Narayanan returned to Champaranthi as his father was seriously ill. Started a school in his village where the local children were taught which earned him the nickname Nanuasha. 1882, he got married to Velliyamma and his relation did not go very long as he disassociated for his life as a social reformer. Leaving his home, after ending the short family life, he travelled all around Kerala and Tamil Nadu as a seeker. At this time, he met a religious and social reformer named Chattambiswamikal and he introduced Narayanan to another saint called Ayyavu Swamikal. It was this Swamikal who taught Narayanan yoga and meditation. His further wanderings came to an end as he came to Pillathadam cave at Maruthuamala where hermitage was constructed for the sole purpose of practicing meditation and yoga. This continued for the next eight years. In 1888, Narayana Guru visited a place called Aruvipuram where he meditated and he consecrated a rock taken from the bottom of the river and placed it as an idol of Shiva which later became famous as Aruvipuram Pratishta. This created a surge of social emotions among the upper caste and was questioned on Guru's right on consecrating the idol. Guru's reply was to this question later became the sword against the discrimination of caste and the system. He said to the upper caste people that the Shiva which he consecrated was of a lower caste and he asserted on his right in doing so. On May 15, 1903, with the initiative of a medical doctor, Mr. Patmanabhan Palpu and followers of Narayana Guru, the Sri Narayana Dharma Paripalana Yogam was formed with Guru himself as the founder president. By the year 1904, Guru had shifted his base to Shivagiri, Varkala and initiated in opening a school for the children of lower teacher of the society and free education was provided without considering the caste or creed. It was only in 1912 that Guru could build a temple in Shivagiri and later on he consecrated temples all over Kerala 
and in 1926 he built a temple in Sri Lanka when he made his last visit. He was involved in various activities after he came back from Sri Lanka and worked strenuously for the uplifting of the ideologies and Shivagiri Ashram. By this time he was being pulled back from his activities by ill health and underwent treatment with various Ayurvedic as well as allopathic doctors. He returned to Shivagiri Saradamad and it was here Sri Narayana Guru breathed his last and he went into Samadhi on 20th September 1928 at the age of 73. Narayana Guru propagated the ideas of compassion and religious tolerance and wrote noted works which are still of great reference to every religious sex. Let us remember the words spoken by Rabindranath Tagore of Sri Narayana Guru before ending this episode. I have never come across one who is spiritually greater than Swami. Narayana Guru or a person who is at par with him in his spiritual attainment. Thanks for listening and take care. Bye from Exploring Dimensions till we meet again.